up, everybody? This is the Inspired Creativity Podcast. I'm Joe Longo. Thank you so much for being here with me today. (sighs) Big exhale. So if you don't like these intros, fast forward probably about three and a half minutes, two and a half minutes. You'll figure it out, and you'll find the episode with my good friend Kate Breton. Kate and I are talking about all the things from downloads, spirit guides, why do coaches need coaches, does President Trump have any friends? We really get into it in this episode. So, with that in mind, I don't want to keep you too long. I have a lot of online offerings happening in this new world. You can find them on my website, inspirecreatemanifest.com. I'm doing personal oracle card readings. If you would like one of those, please reach out. I'm doing life coaching, spirituality coaching, transformational coaching, all that goodness you can find on my website, inspirecreatemanifest.com. Now... If you don't want to hear the anchor ad, hit fast forward, and then you'll be at the episode with me and Kate Brenton. Kick back, enjoy, and ponder the question, does Donald Trump have any friends? And do coaches really need coaches? Something to think about. Enjoy the episode. I will see you all very soon. All right, now, now, after all of that, we are recording. <laughs> We're recording. We're recording. What's up, everybody? This is the Inspired Creativity Podcast. I'm talking with my good friend, Kate Breton. Hello. Nice to be back. Great to have you back. Great to have you back. And the, the big headphones are on so I can like actually hear you too, which is neat. That is neat. It does. It is. It is. So... Everybody knows Kate. We don't need to. Everybody that listens knows who you are. If you don't know who Kate is, head to her website, which is? KateBrenton.com. Nice and easy. Um, All right. So before we start, you know what we're going to start with? No. Are are we doing a card? We're going to pull a card. Yeah, we're going to pull a card. Because I'm a card junkie. You are a card junkie, but it's fun. I mean, it's definitely... I don't know. We like listening to your cards every morning if, you know, if you're one of those people that listens. Well, thanks. Oh, we got the eagle. Oh, that's a good one. See from a higher perspective. Mm. That's good. All right. So that's where we're going with this episode, my friends. We're going to look at things from a higher perspective. You you sounded really authoritative until you started to laugh. Well, I was trying. I was trying so hard to, like, really, me and Kate are going to look at things from a higher perspective. We are. I mean, we are. I mean, guess where else we must just be going higher. I mean, that's fine with me, right? Well, yeah, I think that's where we all are. We're, you know, even though it seems like we're in this I don't know, pit of despair. We we really are in a great awakening. Like people are waking up. Yeah. Or fighting it like crazy. Yeah, it's true. But I do think there is a a resurgence of, um, of the, you know, it's interesting. The phrase that I thought of the other day was like, Oh, people forgot that they can be happy. Mm -hmm. Like deeply. Like I, I had a, a relative recently, you know, my son asked, um, you know, why, why go to work? And the person answered, well, someone has to pay for the house. And I, I intercepted and said, because she loves her job and she helps people. Mm. 
That's a right? good perception. Yeah, because it's like I'm really working at undoing that previous answer. And I thought like, oh, right, like that was one of the badges. That's a very American badge, you know? Like I do this to, to get the things done. Um, and I think this is a time of people kind of questioning what they're doing and what are they getting done. And side note, um, I was talking with a coach, like a business coach, and she said that whenever there's a shakeup like this, there is, you know, not a pandemic, obviously, but when there's like a, a tumultuous time and there's any financial net for people, there's a rush of new businesses that start. Because people think that if there's any, there's no time like now and there's no more time to wait. And I thought that was such a hopeful message because all we're hearing is about things that won't survive. So I just wanted to share that. I thought that was a great. Uh, oh, that's so perfect. And if you, it's, it's fun. I, I'm kind of catching myself. The way I'm in that Arthurian. Uh, I can't talk. That's <laughs> because you're, you're talking from a higher perspective. Because <laughs> I'm talking from a higher perspective. In 2008, when that mess happened, uh, there was that's when Uber started, Lyft started, I believe, mm -hmm. Airbnb. You know all of these things, and it happens. You know, they're like big things happen, but also for normal folk as well. Because we, and when I say great awakening, we just, I just mean you're questioning, like, what do I want to do? You know, right? Like, and I think that's what happens. Like we get in this space, and like I don't even know how many weeks we've been, <laughs> you know, that we've been been locked in. I I don't mm -hmm. like. I literally lost track. I think of March, and I'm like, oh my goodness, wow! Like it's almost summer, and we've been, you know, grounded. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting phrase. Mm -hmm. Right, but it it it's making people question. I think, and you know, really, like what. What, 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 what am I here for? What am I supposed to do? And uh, even with the card readings, I do it on purpose. Like I've been saying that because I want to push people to, to think like, well, what am I here for? What, what mm -hmm. do I want to do? Like there has to be something more to that cubicle that I was forced to sit in, even though obviously I could do my job from my couch. Well, there's that, but there's also like, Say you're say you have a job you can't leave because you're not you you have constraints that are only yourself. Like if someone says, you know, you might some people might not even be able to think about leaving the job, but you could think about if you start to value yourself, you could think about like, well, where can I start drawing boundaries right now? You know? Oh like and then you can get to leaving the job. And I think that the home is driving people. Did you watch Jerry Seinfeld's new thing yet on Netflix? I did. I did. Oh my God. I loved it so much. And he was, I loved it so much. And he was talking about how we don't want to ever be where we are uh -huh. when we're out. We want to be in when we're in, we want to be out, you know? Yep. And it's almost like those jobs that you're locked in. If you don't think about it, it's every excuse why you can't have what you want, but now everyone's thinking about it. So there's really not an excuse. Right. 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 And I didn't, I wasn't meaning that people should, you know, be questioning quitting their job. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it, it is creating a space for people to question everything. Like if I, can, if I can do my job, oh. that I had to sit in my cubicle to do. I see. And not talk to another soul in the office. <laughs> why, why do I have to come into the office? Like I just proved to, you know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. that's going to be a big thing coming back. And I mean, seriously, if there are any business owners out there, <laughs> 
from a higher perspective and you have an office building with cubicles and like 75 employees and you're paying money for that office space for those employees that you think you have to babysit hopefully you know you don't have to babysit them anymore and look at all the money you can save by not having the office space you know it's like i think that's what and again obviously that's where my mind is going would go like if i was in that environment I would never go back. I would literally say to my boss, why do I need to talk to the owner of the company? Because I will, because obviously you are all afraid, you know? Right. It, it's funny. I saw it totally off topic and I'm totally rambling, but walking Stella the other day, I thought of that, like, you know, like I, I often throughout my life would say, why, why are we doing it this way? Why, how come are we doing it this way? And then I thought about the president. And I'm like, does the president not have anyone in his life that says, dude, seriously, you might be a little bit of a dumbass. And I really like for a the whole walk with Stella, it was, we were probably out for like an hour and a half. I just kept thinking like there has to be one person in his life that says, seriously, Don, you might want to, I don't know, <laughs> check yourself. Cause I think I have, I think we all have people in our lives that, that, might call us out when we need to be called out. Right. I'm like, I wonder if he ha has that person or is everyone just afraid of him? Does he need, I I'll do it. I'll tell him. Well, you have the shirt, so I don't know why he's not paying attention to you. <laughs> so that was a total ramble off topic. Sorry about that. You don't have to be sorry. I think it is a good question. I mean, I, you can notice me get quiet. I'm like, I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole because it is so divisive right now. Like I can't, I, I don't even know from a, from a higher perspective what is the rest of this year going to look like? And maybe I should just keep my mouth shut and let us go back to a different place. Like, you know, who is that person for him? Like there, ha you're right. There has to be, if it's a family member or you're just um, a friend, an employer, like an, an old friend, mm -hmm. like, do you think he has a best friend? <laughs> Does he have friends? I, I like, like all of this are, are the thoughts that came through my head when I was walking with Stella. And I'm like, I wonder if he has friends. Maybe he doesn't have friends. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's what's sad. What is the saddest thing for me right now is just how incredibly derisive everything is. There is no room for conversation. There's no room. You know, every you can have any opinion you want these days and have a plethora of data and people to back you up that you're correct. Oh, right. None of it's real. <laughs> that was, sorry. That, ah, this is a good one. Um, that was another thing that I was thinking about, obviously, walking Stella. Mm -hmm. when, when did we stop telling the truth? It's almost like, I think we had this conversation mm -hmm. a, a while, a long time ago on the podcast about when did female musicians stop wearing pants? Did we? Maybe, maybe we just had the conversation, just <laughs> had the conversation. But it, They don't wear pants. Yeah, that's true. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. They don't like pants. They don't <laughs> exist anymore. Cool. I'm cool with it. I just don't understand. Like when, like who was the person that said, you know what, Brittany, if you take off your pants, 
and get up there. It'll be great. It'll, and then everyone just followed along. Um, but when did we stop telling the truth? Did it, did it, when we took the pants off? Did we stop telling the truth? Well, the other pause I was just going to give you, I'm like, do you really want to go down that door about women being objectified with me on the podcast? Because that's, that's the rest of your podcast. That is the rest of your podcast, and it will be three hours, okay? So either I just let that go. Um, I don't – you know what? I have to tell you it was intriguing to me. This is, like, probably not the most – a, a flattering example but as I kind of hopped off there's so many trains that you can hop off of and one of the trains I hopped off of was like you know I was a vegetarian for a while and I kind of started to unplug from conventional ways of living you know I wasn't off grid I just was like no longer eating the cheesesteaks I was taking you know I was hanging out at yoga on Maine I was chanting on Friday like my Friday night was no longer yeah. the bars on Main Street in Maniunk, it was the you new know, the yoga studio Kirtons. And um, you know, starting to lean towards that natural lifestyle. And then I saw a commercial for like Crest or Colgate saying that they were natural because they had real spearmint in it or something. And I thought, oh, this is really the power of the dollar. Like, there's no freaking way that that toothpaste is any different. But it showed me that the market share must be worth it enough to change the ad campaign and that it wasn't enough to change the product, but you would just dump enough money into brainwashing the ad campaign. And I remember seeing that and it kind of moved me further along of just not trusting information and i also remember i think she's in the front of my mind because i'm doing that album challenge you know you put your favorite top 10 albums and like i did the first five and i think i'm like not doing it anymore i have to get back to that but my college roommate was mentioning how like i feel you like i love the idea but i'm like oh i just can't can i do all yeah (laughs) 10 at once would have been great and then i tagged people for two days and i was like you know it's only fun if you want to be tagged so then i was like join in if you need to like i don't know so she had mentioned this one song which was so good i don't know if this was in your your like rotation of songs because it was before we became friends but um my Ruka by Sublime. We used to like listen to that song all the time. And in college, when you came back from drinking, you'd like have all the music was so important. I mean, it's still important. You're just talking about how you got your new headphones and you're like loving all this music. And it was a time period where there was like, you know, you were adult enough, but you were still protected in the world because you were in college. Mm-hmm. And I can remember watching TV. This is before the Colgate thing. I can remember watching TV with, with my roommates and getting upset at commercials and their marketing. And they're like, can you just not relax? I'm like, I can't, it's not true. Like, so I've been like that forever, you know, that a little too much can't are, shut off the brain. Are you can't going shut to tell me brain. that Cheerios <laughs> will not reduce my risk for a heart attack? Is that, is that, is that not true? I hate to break it to you, but from a higher perspective, you need to know that Cheerios is not your salvation. It says it on the box. And it's like, here's the problem. When you stop believing the marketing ads, then there's other things you stop believing. Well, and then all of a sudden, you're on the periphery of society really fast. It's a fast slope. It is. It is. But with that, it's it's like literally... No one knows what to believe. I think that's part of the the problem that we're we're 
that like part of the overall problem, like not just the virus, like the overall problem is that nobody knows what is true or real at all anymore. I agree with you. I think we, we went so far into deconstructing everything that um, we don't know what's true anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because <laughs> segue um, sit in your center. Cause we're, we're both, we're both doing coaches. The whole premise of it is to bring people back into knowing their own thoughts and feelings. And here's this funny thing, Joe, like sit in your center was a phrase that came to me like a while ago. And you, we've been friends for longer than that was an iteration, you know, and it was something that made sense to me and getting out into the public. And then I'm getting it out into another circle of people that don't know me directly. And this woman says to me, yeah, but what do you mean sit in your center? And I thought, oh, oh, I've been hanging out with this group of people that even if they didn't really know what it meant, they knew what it meant. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, my, like you, or probably somebody listening to this would be like, I have a pretty good idea of what she's talking about. But I didn't realize that this person was like, I literally don't know what you mean and I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And she's incredibly financially successful and a pretty heavy hitter in her business sector. And I thought, uh-huh. Okay. And I'm telling the listener here, I'm thinking this is who you are, maybe listener, is like similar to conversations Joe and I have had on the side. It's like we have this parlance and things that we've come to know over a period of time, but it wasn't widely widely valued by the television or Colgate cheerios and so you don't think it's really valuable because it doesn't fit in and this is we like need you right now like this is actually the time we need you right now to 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 come forward so yeah that that was just a really big revelation to me as some of us who might be seen not as super um on the billboards but kind of at the at the fabric holding things together and i know that you're i just saw that you have you have your shirt on love the dumbasses and I see that you're you're like offering coaching too because coaches need coaches, right? Well, coaches need coaches. Everybody needs a coach. Um, I was talking to someone I'm working with last night, and I was talking about Brendan Bouchard, who's an amazing high performance coach, and he coaches high performers, and that's like Oprah and Usher, and you know. Mm-hmm. And this person was like, oh, wow, like they have coaches too. I'm like, well, yeah, all of, all of the, like the highly successful people have coaches because they know they need the coach to help them get to where they want to be. But for some reason, it's like this middle gap of people that think it's like a negative to ask for help or to reach out, to be like, I want to better myself. Well, I also think there's this idea of the American dream where you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And guess what? No one is pulling anyone up by their bootstraps. And a lot of people who say that are um, enjoying nepotism. (laughs) So it's like (laughs) they're talking about their father's shoes that they went right from into their diapers, into the, you know, the the well-oiled machine that was going to fund them. It's just not true. And no shame, you know what I mean? And no problem, because that's that's the life you were born into. And I guarantee you, no matter what looks easy, there is difficulty embedded in there that you'll have to figure out. So no, no, no problem, that's your bag. But I think 
I think for me, you know, I do body work. Well, even getting onto somebody's table, if it wasn't like before you were getting married or like as an anniversary gift, nobody did that. Mm -hmm. Nobody did that that I knew. And, and then I realized body work doesn't, is like, oh, wait, it's the thing you use every day. Every day you use your body, you know, every day, not your car gets a better oil change than your body does. And so then when you start paying attention to your body, then you start to be like, oh, there's voices and intelligence that is infinite tucked in there, right? You're right. But we have to become so disconnected from everything that we literally, we forgot that we're connected. Like we forgot that we are all connected and we're connected yeah, through our true. body. We are. And into the, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that we've lost connect with our body, which then made us lose connect to the trees and everything and thinking that the tree is separate from me and that nature is separate from me. And I'm just this random entity that's floating around on this rock. You know what else? When you don't have connection to your body, you can't hear the little voice that tells you don't do that. Right. Or even more importantly, the super quiet voice that says, do this. Mm -hmm. Do this wild thing that your mind is telling you is stupid. That is like the next step that you won't even know, but 10 steps later, you're going to be so stoked. Yes, yes, exactly. Which is, again, another great reason to plug the coach. <laughs> and well, you know what I think is with the more connected you are to yourself, mm -hmm. right? Because that's, that's the major thing, like in the external world of marketing, it's like, how connected are you, then I'll decide if you're significant. But on the other side of that balance is, how connected are you to yourself? Because if you're connected to yourself, you'll find the right people. And when you are connected to yourself, then I think your shame, I'm sure there's, there's still shame. I have shame. I'm not saying it's gone, but you're more like, oh, if I get help, this could get better. As opposed to being so ashamed or so dismissive of getting help that you just stay stuck. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, it's like we fall into that pattern of literally just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, but when I'm, like when we were you talking about coaches need coaches, it's like when you when you meet somebody that's doing well and then you go, well, why do you have a coach? They're like, oh, because I want to get better because better isn't linear. Right. You know, it's like I'm learning something new or I want to do something differently and I can use somebody else's perspective. So I think it's like you're saying it's all connected. Like David Hem from, um, am I saying his last name right? Uh-huh. He was saying, when did we stop? being able like why didn't we teach in school how to share our opinions you know and i was thinking about how like there was a philosophy class in college and all you really learned were other people's opinions and how to discuss and refute them mm -hmm. and sometimes you had to argue an opinion you didn't agree with that is a great exercise <laughs> <laughs> to just shut your trap and just have the art of the argument you know, instead of ramming into personal character and calling people stupid and not having conversations and, and you know, I'm not, some people aren't going to like this and start to consider that everything the media is feeding you is not necessarily true. And not everybody has your best interest at heart. You could contemplate that if you knew how to have critical thinking and if you were connected to yourself and you weren't afraid to be different. Right. I don't know if you saw the meme that's been going around. That's a picture of Prince no. with a quote by somebody, but I think they quote it as Bob Dylan. 
Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I was just like, you can't, that. you can't believe everything that you read. I did see that. <laughs> and like, it's, but that's the thing. It's like there's no truth out there, which then in turn leads us to not know how to live our own truth. Which is the perfect circumstance to anchor into your own truth. It's like the recklessness of distrust mm-hmm. is is a fantastic environment to finally push people to to know who they are or at least attempt to figure that out and start to lay some claim onto their own sovereignty before somebody else tells you you know right and that's the thing like you you have to take your power back which it's, it's it's that's the name of the the medicine for the people album the new one and it's so like perfect for everything that's happening right now just like the seinfeld special so perfect it's so perfect for everything that is going on right now there is this ice cream shop in port richmond um which is just next to the town everybody knows fishtown (laughs) outside of philadelphia (laughs) it's called somerset splits i am definitely name dropping hashtag them in the somerset splits they are the best ice cream shop. Why? I think, one, they have Bassett's ice cream, which is old school Philadelphia fresh ice cream. Sorry. But they do have vegan options in there. That's my last plug. <laughs> um, but I think the ice cream is so good because the guy who opened it, literally his entire life has wanted to have an ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. So when you walk in, he has like Star Wars figures that are kind of hipster, but it's really super clean and families go in there and he kept his full-time job and him and his wife. And then they hired two like cashier, like helpers. And so they have limited hours. But once they took off, people were lined up in Port Richmond because literally I'm like, I'm eating my childhood. Like when I got a ice cream cone from him, it was that pure summer feeling mm-hmm. and that sovereignty, right? If you have a full-time job, Someone's going to look at you and say, you have a 401k. Why are you opening up an ice cream shop in Port Richmond? And he's like, because it's my dream. Uh-huh. And he's blown up. I mean, I don't know right now what's going on. Like, he's still open, but I don't, you know, right. I'm not going to take that into consideration. But I, I think of him as, like, sometimes when we talk about following your dreams, it has to sound, like, so big. But, like, he's the happiest ice, ice cream shop owner I've ever, I've ever met. Seriously. <laughs> Well, I think that comes down to, you know, we have this again, it's just the American dream. You have Mm -hmm. your job and your job should pay you well. And you shouldn't want to do anything else because you're working now and work is hard and work is tough, but you should get paid well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, get married, have your house, have your kids, have all of that stuff. And then when you retire, think about something fun that you want to do. Right. Now, recently, you know, I've probably like, <clears throat> excuse me, 2008, 2009, 2010, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk pops on the scene and he's talking mm-hmm. about side hustles. And now people are, you know, becoming more aware of like, oh, wait, 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 I can have a job. And I can do something in, I don't know, the other seven hours that I'm awake or 10 hours or however many more hours you're awake that may actually feed my soul. And if it's an ice cream shop or 
buying baseball cards. You know, mm-hmm. like people are starting to. Another thing when I say the great awakening, it's just, you know, we're not becoming all woo woo spiritual. We're just being like, oh, right, we're sovereign beings. I can have a job from nine to five and then I can come home. And instead of doing nothing and being miserable, I can actually do something that I love that may also generate income for me. Totally. And again, the coaches having coaches and people having coaches, what I've noticed is that the people that have coaches are the people that are doing the extracurricular activities of like, Mm -hmm. I bet you that ice cream shop owner probably had a coach mentor, someone that he was working with to actually be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I think you have to, because the world is super ready to tear you down. And I know for myself, you know, like when you said like anyone, the friend of the president, like is anyone your friend in your mind when you're doing the thing that scares you the most? I would say no. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you need someone to call you on your BS lovingly. That's like, no, you can do this. And that's why I think coaching is so good because, you know, what you do is you find someone that can offer you the resonance of an external motivator and also, you know, open your perspective because there's a lot of things we're scared to speak out loud and that's okay. That's very human. You know, it's, and it's also very human to either procrastinate or be, well, like you said, like sometimes what I do is I wait till the last minute to do something. And then you were saying, sometimes you jump on an idea right away without waiting Uh and they're kind of the same decision. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have somebody helping you and putting you into a structure to create new habits, then they're like, they break it down into smaller steps. They consider, depending on what kind of coach you want, like some coaches maybe don't do emotional and spiritual. I know you and I both do that because that's where we, are. you know, yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> and quite honestly, the subconscious is where it's at. If you have a repetitive pattern and you can't figure it out, mm-hmm. it ain't because you're not doing a green smoothie shake. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that's, that's not going to be the thing that fixes it. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be sitting with your scared self. But um, yeah, I think that's been the most profound thing. And the other thing, and I've heard this from a bunch of clients recently, and I've, I've felt this myself, like, how can I help someone if I still have things to work on? It's like, oh, you know, newsflash, no one, no one is perfected and never will you be, exactly. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yesterday when I did the, self-portraits with the love the dumbass shirt <laughs> like as i was doing the shoot like literally all of the feelings were were happening and as i'm shooting you know the the I, like obviously i wanted to pr- promote the t-shirts and but i also wanted to promote myself and promote my coaching and do all do all of that stuff but it brought up all of these feelings and i'm like am i am i why am I being a coach? Why am I a coach? What do I know? You know? So, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those things, but every coach that I know, every coach that I work with, every coach that I trained with says the same thing, you know, like, yeah, we we're human, you know, we haven't figured everything out. We're, we're still on our path, which is why we have coaches as well to help us move along that path but we can't hold ourselves back from helping other people if we're called to help other people thinking that we have to wait till we're perfect because that's like waiting until you retire or dead exactly 
then you're perfectly then you're perfectly out of this world and you know you can't mess anything up like i think that for me is um i've mentioned this several places but i really liked his invitation i think he's going to be on your upcoming meditation series too so please give him my regards um but daniel damador uh Cordoa, uh-huh, did I yes. say his name mm-hmm. correctly? He had this beautiful invitation of to think of two stories about yourself during this pandemic of time of difficulty that might not be, you know, the highlights of who you are, and to hold them and see what's on the other side of them. Like, mm-hmm. if you were depressed, maybe that means you really need contact, you know, connection. If you were angry, maybe that means something, you know, something actually is really important to you. And I thought. That is such a great offering for us all to consider. So as you're helping somebody, maybe you're coaching somebody in one area and you're working on something else in your own life. I guarantee you, since we're all connected in that reciprocity of upliftment, somehow that resonance will come to you to help you in your own growth. It might not be linear, you know. But I really feel like when we hold that space for other people, then that resonance of being believing in someone else also feels like our own field of, you know, walking that for ourselves, too. Yeah. Which is the same thing. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, I really liked his invitation because I think there's been a lot about the pandemic about people saying like, do the good things and you're so great and start your own business and you have so much time. And it's like, there's a lot of us that had zero time. Like how long have you and I been trying to do this podcast? I'm like, as soon as my kids asleep, okay, I fell asleep. Okay, as soon as I have a minute, you know, like not everyone's having the same experience. And to, instead of being shamed or judging that things should be different, the only way to peace is to accept that things are as they need to be and what 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 can you grow from there i guess i don't know how to finish that well yeah what can you learn what 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 came up and that comes back to you know looking within and going within and asking those questions like why why did that make me happy or why did that make me sad why did i wake up today and feel you know like i got punched in the heart and act ask those questions and feel those feels like that's that's this is a silly question but how do you feel those feels for you like say you had one like when you were having it with the dumbasses like how did or how did you mitigate that like how did you move through that moment well i really just kind of sat with it and paid attention to it not just be like oh i want to feel i feel like i want to punch everybody in the nose right <laughs> You know, I then was like, well, why, why am I feeling this? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And what is it? Why am I letting it affect me? Is really where I went. But I asked myself questions, like the questions that a coach would ask me or that I would ask a client. And to see, you know, what is the underlying cause that was coming up yesterday? What did I allow into my reality that made me want to punch the world in the nose? Mm, that's a great question. And it was, I, for some reason, turned the television on and the news was on and I didn't turn it off. And I got sucked into it. And the more I got sucked into it, the more I was like, oh my goodness, humanity. Mm-hmm. And we'll leave it at that. But you know what I mean? But it was like, for some reason, 
that all, you know, it all happened. And it all, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably know this. Like it all comes down to those questions. Like it doesn't have to be rocket science to question your feelings. Like it can literally be as easy as why am I feeling this way? Well, I think that's a great reminder that that's, well, it's true, you know, is to ask, to, to ask the why and to sit with it and not try to fix it. Because as soon as you fix, try to fix it, you're out of the moment. You're out of the place where you can, where the thing can melt. Right. Right. As soon as you want it to be better than it actually is, which is either your feeling or yourself, like, oh, I want to be making more money. I want to be in a better job. I want to be, it's like, you have to simultaneously congratulate the desire for change, but then not hold it so that you can feel where you are. Right. So tricky being human. That's a beautiful reflection, actually. Um, I like hearing other people. I just, I've learned that the, the, when you hear it come out of someone else's mouth, you like you said, like you know this. I'm like, yeah, but I could hear that ten times a day. I'd probably be a better person. <laughs> well, you know, I think it. There's a lot of this, like just questioning the self. Uh, it, it's it's like the um, we're not taught how to how to. What what was it that Dave said? We're not taught how to have a an open disagreement. Oh yeah, we don't know how to dis- we don't know how to have disagreements or listen to other people's perspectives anymore. Right, and the same we mm-hmm. don't like we're not taught that we're not taught in school how to sit with ourselves and ask ourselves questions. Like I don't recall anyone ever growing up saying, "Why do you why do why do you feel like this, Joe? What's happening inside?" You know. Okay, two things. I hope I can remember both of them because I just got excited. One, I'm reading a really great book for parents. I know I keep coming back to it, but that is, I've come to realize, like, that's the skill set that I'm growing right now. Of all the things that I'm doing, this is the thing I've been doing the least amount of time, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's what you're doing. It's what you, it's where you are. Right. So that's what I'm needing to to grow. And they said, if you, if you say to a child, you know, I can't believe you, like, whatever it is, like, drew on the table or took the toy or whatever, done. But to ask well, why did you take the toy? Like, don't assume that you know what happened beforehand. The child might tell you, but the more that you just react and you were wrong, you're going to hear nothing else. So that's interesting confirmation, which we could all probably do in our friendships and business associations and all that kind of stuff. And then the other thing is this book I cite all the time, Tara Moore, uh, playing big, she was saying how oftentimes when women are asked their opinion, they will cite other people like oh there was a study or this person said this and this person said that and I thought oh my god that was my whole academic career Mm. was English which is going to outside sources to prove my point Uh and that if I could find somebody else's opinion then that would validate my own and that is something I'm having to deconstruct in my own personal psyche I I feel you with that one I'm right there with you because I struggle with that. You know, you know, I look at these, I don't know how this is going to come out. I look at, you know, some teachers will say, and Mm -hmm. you know, they, they've been blessed with like the information that they are sharing is pure and right and whatever. And I'm like, well, why, 
why am I holding myself back from saying what I feel or what, you know, teaching mm. the way I teach, like mm -hmm. what makes this person, you know, on a higher level frequency than I am, that I'm not receiving this information that I can't give this information. And I kind of just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to let it pause for a second, but I can, I can tell you what we were talking about. <laughs> Um, validating your own voice yes. or using other people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Validating my own voice and, you know, having the need to be like, Oh, well this person said this. And then this one said this, and this guru said this, and this master said this. So if I'm in agreement with them, then I'm kind of okay. Mm. You know, mm. instead of just being like, no, like I had this dream last night and there were these wizards and they really didn't say anything, but I know this is what they told me. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so. That was fantastic. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of time that's where some good stuff comes from. Like I did this meditation once and it was just like, it was in a dream. Like it just, like I woke up and it was there. I'm like, all right, this is the meditation we're going to do. And you know, it involved pyramids and triangles and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And as I was teaching it, like it felt good. But then afterwards I'm like, was that just a crock of shit? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> no, but it, it, it but it, it's the truth though. It's never during. When oh, you're right. doing, it's never you know, during. Mm -hmm. like... If you're doing the right thing, it's not during. Right. If it's during, maybe you're not, or you're not at either. You're not doing the right thing, which is why you have the space to think you're, that it's crazy, or you're just learning to hold the space, which means your skill set of space holding is trembling, and what you're sharing will grow. You know, but if you're if you're cool with what you're sharing, then it's beforehand that you think you're an imposter, and after but it's never during because mm, that's, that's when you're in union, right? With yeah. whatever it is that's coming through you. You know, it's interesting. You know, I, when you were talking about the wizards, uh -huh. um, because a lot of people that I know, you know, in that parlance, um, talk about, Oh, I was guided in this. Let me just say sidebar. Also, there is spiritual etiquette and you can't just say I was guided and then use that to trump somebody else's opinion. No, no you, you can't. You, can't <laughs> you do cannot that. do that. Oh, and if you are someone that does that, I'll just let you know right now since I'm not looking at you. <laughs> it lets me know that you're very new to that information because it is not appropriate. It's trumping your will over someone else. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's why I'm, I'm going to plug um, the Soberish podcast and, and just to read. Seriously, everybody, when you're done listening to this, go listen to that, the latest episodes, because it is your, it, she called it your independence bill of rights. And she just talks about those things. Like it is one of them, for example, is it is okay to be loved. It is okay to want to be loved. It is mm -hmm. not okay to force someone into loving you or to guilt right. someone into loving you. You know, just so simple little things like, yeah. It is beautifully sad though. Right. So. And just so we know, like we can use you and I as an example, because our friendship is long enough, right? Mm -hmm. You and I can have simultaneously different experiences that can coexist, which is what David Hem is talking about. That's not trumping somebody else. We can just both be like, oh, Joe thinks blue. I think red. 
cool, two different colors. It's not where I start saying, well, Joe, my guides told me you're supposed to be wearing red. That's where the problem exists, right? Right, right. So anyway, there's a lot of guide language floating around these days also, and I've become a little resistant to it because um, one of the contemplations that I was having is anything that doesn't have you coming back to yourself at some point will have to dissolve. That's just the truth. Right. I've been – sorry. No, it's okay. So the next, so the next step I took to that, which I had to kind of sit with that of being like, that's a lot less fun. But then one thing that kind of came to me was if your journey is back to wholeness and we're all connected, then those inspirations are being perceived outside of you, but it is to bring you to the piece of you that was never separated. And that made me feel okay but i had to go through the removal you know what i mean like i kind of had a there's a saying um there's a mountain there's no mountain there's a mountain again mm-hmm. and it's like sometimes you have to sit with the with something not serving you and let it dissolve so that you can see it in a new way yes what were you gonna say i hope i want to hear what you have to say. i hope i didn't talk too long and- <laughs> <laughs> I I was going to say with the whole, you know, guides and spirit guides, all that, all that stuff. Because there are a lot of people saying it. There's a lot of people saying, oh, I got a download. I'm getting these downloads. I'm getting all this information. My guides, the wizards, the aliens. And I wish I remembered who I heard say this, but they were talking about this. It was probably Jessa, and I'm pretty sure it was Jessa. And she was like, what you all need to realize is that your aliens, your spirit guides, all of these things, it's you. It's your higher self. It's your highest self because you are everything. So I can say that the wizards that show up in my dreams that, you know, send me these, is it telepathic? Telepathic when they're not talking? telepathic yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know those messages and you'll be like what the fuck is joe talking about (laughs) really i'm just talking to myself those wizards are just me that's my higher dimensional self or highest self you know so it's like really getting you to connect to yourself you can hear that little voice and then once you start hearing that little voice you can call them guides angels eagles sloths whatever (laughs) doesn't matter it's just your highest self which ultimately is god because that's what we are like we are all you know aspects of the divine so it's just you're just talking to yourself you're just actually hearing yourself well i mean it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful truth and i can speak for myself that during this pandemic i have been called to task do do i really believe that because there is a certain comfort in having guides show up that you can rely on if the perception is they're not so if you don't take it further into that next leap into that it's that it is interconnectedness and actually the cohesion of one voice which for for some of us and for maybe even for me in certain periods of my life is a difficult thing to actually believe i can speak it oh well sure but believing it is well i don't know if that's i mean well i think it, that's, it, it, yeah. it comes down to a practice and i say it the way that i say it because that's what i've been 
practicing and trying to put into mm-hmm. practice. I think since this, since probably the like probably second week of doing the daily card readings, I had this download. We'll say <laughs> that I needed to stop calling the president a dumbass, and I really needed to remember that we're all connected. We're all infinite creative beings and we all are aspects of the divine, even up to the, you know, from me and St. Germain to the archangels, to all of the wizards, to all of the dinosaurs, you know, to the Godhead. And in trying to see everyone as aspects of the divine, hence the love, the dumbass, because the dumbass is the divine. I'm divine. I'm also the dumbass. Because I can be a dumbass Mm -hmm. as well. So Mm -hmm. that's when I say that, because that's been my practice, trying to really realize that we are all connected. So when people do annoy me and be like, oh, man, you know, like they're at their level of awareness of where they are and where they are is absolutely perfect for where they are. And why does it bother me? Oh my God, same thing. Oh. Right? You know, I'm oh, just like, it's so hard. Yeah, oh. but it's so hard, but it's such a good practice. At least for me, it's been a really good practice of compassion and love for myself and for everybody. Oh, it's a fantastic practice. I know it's really good because I'm not really good at it right now. Oh, right, right. Neither am I. Hence why I wanted to punch everybody in the nose yesterday. <laughs> and when I say punch everybody in the nose, I'm really being nice because, to be honest, I wanted to punch everybody in the throat so no one could talk. <laughs> That's the truth. Namaste. Namaste. I said it to my mom. I'm like, mom, I want to punch everybody in the throat. Then, the, then, then they can't talk. So... There's the truth, people. I mean, we went all over the universe on this podcast. That, this was a juicy one. Yeah. And you're going to link Jess's so people can go. So, so go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 you go so-so. You got two so-sos. Well, okay, I got two so-sos. Because there are things going on in our podcasts that we both want to talk about. Like, Sit in Your Center went self-led, which was phenomenal. Thank you for being one of the people to help support it and get the word out. I am, like, over the moon at having at the women who showed up and having something that no matter where you are financially, emotionally, geographically, like we can, we can jam mm-hmm. and help you help you get, um, get inside of yourself. And, and it's, there will be a, a larger container of that in June and the self let will come out again in the fall. So there's that. And then I have a podcast rebirth, which has had its own, I mean, it keeps rebirthing. I think it's on its third rebirth, but I'm doing mine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I, I, I probably th- I feel that that mm-hmm. may keep happening just because you called it rebirth. <laughs> I think so. It just keeps, but it but it's great because oh, that's what it's doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very exciting. Not a bad rebirth, obviously. No, but it it definitely has that. And I noticed that as we were talking about how there's similar thought and Elizabeth Gilbert, not to cite somebody outside of myself, um, in her book Magic something mm-hmm. forget the name of it but she talks about how ideas come through the waves and they'll look for whoever will bring them into life and so you and i both were having the contemplation to start adding uh, meditation practices and so that's little you know just to be a couple on rebirth but can you tell us what you're doing because you're having something happen and come out we give us a sneak preview of what's going to happen <laughs> i love it when you ask me <laughs> questions like this yes actually 
uh, it is going to be Tuesday meditations. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this came up, you know, for a couple of reasons. One, to make it easy for me um, to have quality content to put out for people. Mm. And to take a little bit of the weight and pressure off of what am I going to talk about today? What am I going to do? And Mm -hmm. I also wanted to do a little something to see if I can be a little more organized with myself. So it's a practice Mm. for me in putting this content out, to put it out in a more uniformed way and to to put thought into it and not just do what I do and just be like, here you go. Um, but it is a weekly Tuesday meditation podcast, really short, only a half hour with probably like a 15 minute meditation and a chat with an amazing soul that will be leading the meditation. And I reached out to a bunch of friends and, and Kate and amazing teachers across all of the land and mm-hmm. every Tuesday there'll be a little meditation, you know, that people could do. And the, really the, my, the main why to do it was so people can realize you don't have to be a wizard to meditate. Right. You don't have to live in a cave and you don't need an hour or two hours. Like you can meditate when you're making your tea. Hello. And that emptying space in your mind has dramatic effects on your life. So- dramatic. So much, so much. And as we've been talking this whole, this whole episode, when you start meditating, you're going to start hearing that voice. And then you too can walk around and say, I got this download last night (laughs) and my guides told me this. And then the wizard showed up. And you can buy a t-shirt. And you can buy a t-shirt. Maybe you could add a t-shirt that says, I got this download last night. I I will. I will. I totally, I will make that today. Oh my God. I think that's the one I need. I got this download last night. That will probably, yeah, that is fantastic. So, you know, and it's really, it's to share the amazing people that I know that I've been blessed to experience in my life and share them out with, with the world as well to be like, yeah, right. Again, like everyone can meditate. It's, and part of it, it's like I got sick of hearing people say, I can't meditate. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't do yoga because I can't touch my toes. Well, no shit, because you didn't do yoga. <laughs> I mean, that's really the spiral of being stuck, right? <laughs> like like we were talking about how you know people have been saying like when we all quarantine is out, it's like all the therapists, like people are coming to realize like if your mind and your body are not okay, it really can't hide it anymore. Like you really can't. And I love when you said that the um, that you're doing this to make it easy for yourself. And it made me laugh because, okay, this is sort of cheesy, but on my on my um, cup of tea, but my little tea bag thing for that I made for this uh, this episode, it said, "Be kind to others, but always be compassionate to yourself." Oh. And I thought, oh, I need to keep that because it's kind of a sham if you're not including your own well-being and what is actually like for you you're making an achievable goal like you're doing a service that includes being a service to yourself and that kind of stuff flies into the wind and is really helpful because it comes from a really good place oh it's so good to talk to you so good to talk to you. so good to talk to you and um so you if anybody out there wants to do some work with kate hit her up kate is coaching people and doing all the things 
Yeah, you just go onto the website and then, I mean, it's so easy. You just go on and says work with Kate and click this little button and then we talk on the phone. You can actually um, reference this podcast and I'm sure they can do it for you too and just say, I want a free connection call. I heard you on the Inspire Creativity podcast and let's just get on the phone and chit chat. We'll know real quick if we should be friends, you know, we'll know real quick. Yep. Same, same. Head to my website. You can press pretty much that same button. That's how it works. Yep. Fill out the form and we'll set up a free call. So, Cater, I think as we end the call, I'm going to pull one more card. Oh, fantastic. For for the end. So we start it with our seeing from a higher perspective, the eagle. Oh, I love this. We're going to leave today's episode with the arrow. Surround yourself with protective energy. Surround yourself with protective energy. Love you, Joe. Have a great day. You too. See you, Katie.